You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello, family and friends, and welcome to our Discipleship Podcast. I've got Matt here with me. Hello, everyone. Hey, it's so good to be with you. Have you have you noticed we've shifted <laughs> to a podcast? <laughs> hey, quite, this is good. We're talking about Discipleship. We've got to keep it flexible. Keep it flexible. <laughs> we're liking this um, shift, actually. Uh, so it's great that you're you're listening. And I want to just give a bit of context background to what we, we've you know been talking about leading up to this one. This is our third in our Discipleship series. Yeah. So we believe the Holy Spirit is restoring us back to the main mission that Jesus left us with in Matthew 28, mm-hmm. what we call the Great Commission. Yes. Jesus didn't say this was optional. Jesus didn't say it was for the evangelists or the professionals. It's for you and I. It's for everyone who calls themselves a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ. So in this series, that's what we're doing. We're unpacking the what, the why, and the how of discipleship. And the reason we're calling the series Discipleship Um, is more than just because we've shifted to a podcast. It's because we believe that God is shifting us into a biblical reality and outworking of what it really means to make disciples. So our invitation, as always, is come with us on this journey. And we're praying that you feel stirred, challenged, equipped and encouraged. But our heart is that these sessions will help us as the church to grow up into maturity, that we would be the church that Jesus paid his life for. 100%. And we, you know, part of why we're doing this podcast is we want to go deeper, um, you know, deeper than we can go in a half an hour on a Sunday morning. We want to unpack this thing of discipleship. And so uh, let me encourage you to share this podcast with your friends. Um, you know, let them know that, that it's out there. If you're part of Melbourne Lights Church, you know, let, let the people in your discipleship groups or people that you connect with know. But also feel free to share it. Share it on your social media. Uh, put it out there. We want to continue to unpack this thing of discipleship. And be, go, like I said, go deeper than we could just on a Sunday morning. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely share it with friends. I've done that before. Yeah. Just sent, sent it off to one of my friends, messenger. You know, you've got so many options. Do it. Uh, this is for the whole church. This is what God is doing in the church in this season. So exciting. Today, what are we looking at? We're going to be looking at the cost of following Jesus. Mm. So last time, which was actually last week, um, we spoke with Matt and he preached about it on Sunday as well. Mm -hmm. He said this really confronting statement. He said there's a difference between believers of Jesus being a believer and followers of Jesus. So there's a difference between believing in Jesus and yeah. following yeah. Jesus. And you quoted a scripture in James 2.19, <laughs> which says, even the demons believe and tremble. Mm-hmm. So just because you believe doesn't necessarily mean you are a follower of Jesus. Demons true. do not follow Jesus. That's true. <laughs> Matt, yeah. that's a big statement. Yeah. Um, it's biblical and it's true. So what makes a follower of Jesus a follower of Jesus? <laughs> at the risk of sounding overly simple it's somebody who, fo- who follows Jesus but um, yes. you know, we see when Jesus calls the disciples um, he says come follow me um, and it, it says that immediately they left everything and they yeah. followed him yeah. um, there wasn't a delayed obedience um, and juxtaposed to that we see many other people who came to him there's crowds that came there was True. people that came to see what was happening and they came because they had need but there's mm. a difference between just coming to Jesus to have a need filled and those who said, I'm going to leave everything and follow him. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I really think the difference between believers and followers are, are those who are willing to, to obey um, no matter what the cost is. Yeah. They're willing to obey and to count the cost of, of obedience and say, um, if, it's in, if I see it in the word, in the Bible, I'm going to do it. 
Yeah, no, no matter what, you know, I'm not going to settle for less and yeah, you know, we're, we're going to go after these things. I want to become like Jesus, mm. not just come sit in a meeting. Yes. Um, and I think that that to me is the difference. It's, there's a desire to grow, but really it's a desire to become like Jesus. And, you know, our meetings are important. Our gatherings are, are important because, um, you know, the, the Bible says to, to gather together. The yeah. Bible says to worship together. But we, we, we don't we don't follow Jesus by just sitting in a meeting. Um, yeah. I heard someone say, you know, you don't become a car by sitting in the garage. <laughs> yeah. You can become a follower of Jesus by sitting in a meeting. Yeah. It's actually following him, becoming more like him and dealing with the stuff in our lives that keep us from becoming like him. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I like the car analogy. It's it's pretty yeah. fun. We've heard it. It's been around for a while. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But I'm just thinking then, like, the car is at its best when it's on the road driving. 100%. It was designed for a purpose, yeah. and that was to drive people around. 100%. Uh, not to just be in a garage. So yeah. so that's what we're, we're designed for, isn't it? Um, yeah. You also talked on Sunday about, like, I just linked in with that, is that crowds came and went on their terms. Like, yeah. it was... When they felt like it, they were there. Yeah. If they didn't or they didn't love what Jesus said or got offended, they were gone. They True. turned on Jesus. You know, they loved him one minute, turned on. I mean, that's the crowd mentality. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, it's different, isn't it, to following? For sure. Yeah, I, I think, uh, again, in, in our Western Christianity, um, there's so much consumerism that's, that's crept in where we become like the crowd. You know, we, we come for what we can get. Yeah. And if we can't, you know, if, if we're not getting it anymore, then we go somewhere else. And it's all about me. Yes. Um, but actually, G- following Jesus is actually all about him. He says, lay down your life. Yes. Forsake yourself. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow. I mean, he literally says, take up your cross and follow me. I mean, the cross represented death. Mm-hmm. It's put to death yourself and follow me. It's a very different... Um, Yes. different thing than what we see in much of uh, of western christianity at least yes yeah it's not the most popular message to no. preach either but we need to get back to preaching what jesus preached 100%. what jesus said what, and doing what he said to do yeah it's so good um dietrich bonhoeffer said this when christ calls a man he bids him to come and die mm-hmm. exactly what mm-hmm. you're saying <laughs> let's have a look at what the bible says i mean that that's big it's huge but we need to get this don't we we need yeah. to get this Right, or else we're going to have um, a lot of believers and not a lot of followers. It's true. And yeah. we want to see, um, as much as the Holy Spirit is really stirring us in this direction, to see, like I said, the church grow up, yeah. mature, to be the church yeah. that Jesus always intended it to be, the bride of Christ. You yeah, know? We, don't, we don't want to just be um, a preaching hall where, you know, where, where there's yeah. you know, maybe even hundreds of people that come, but there's actually no fruit that, that flows from that. We yes. want to see... And we want to be disciples who make disciples. We're becoming more like Jesus. And the people that, that we're interacting with are yeah. becoming more like Jesus. Yes. You know, not just coming to fill a, fill a building on a Sunday. Yeah. Or, you know, to, to and, you know, the Sundays are good, like we said. But that's not the focus of it. Yeah. That's, a, that's an encouragement. But we want, we want to become like Jesus. Exactly, exactly. And just <laughs> going off the notes here again. But, um, you know, like just thinking, you know, it's so different to being... Uh, to following someone, say, on social media. Oh, like, 100%. we're not those sort of followers. That's not biblical following. Yeah, Again, that's me-focused, me-centered, and what can I get out of it? Because if you don't like what's said or what that person yeah. has posted or put up or stands for, you're going to stop following them. You're, you're going to you block unfollow. them. You'll unfollow. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't do that. That's not the following we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about biblical following, and sometimes we will be confronted. Sometimes we will be uncomfortable, yeah. but that's okay. It always strikes me as um, I, I I read the Bible with 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 a sense of humor. 
Um, I, I don't know <laughs> yes. if, you, if, if you guys are listening to that, but it always strikes me as, as funny, but also confronting that Jesus, um, it seems like he often did his best to, to make people <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he wasn't, he had big crowds following him mm. and then he would say stuff that was like so confronting that they all left. Yes. I mean, even to, I mean, you know, even to the point that he says to his disciples, oh, are you going to leave as well? They're like, that was pretty harsh. And he's like, well, do you guys want to go as well? Mm. It, he just wasn't concerned about that kind of popularity. Yeah. How many, how many followers, you know, social yes. media type followers yes. can I get? It was about, you know, becoming like, like Christ, becoming like Jesus, seeing the Father, yeah. seeing the kingdom come. And so, you know, for us, it's a total different mindset. It's totally different. And it's not always popular and it's no. not always comfortable, like we said. Exactly. That wasn't what he came for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, dying to self is not comfortable. No. Death is not comfortable. No, no it's hard. And, yeah. we, and, it, yeah. and it's a constant thing. You know, we don't yes. just die to self once. It's not, we don't just get baptized and the old man's put to death and that's it. Yeah. It's an everyday choice to, to yeah. put to death the deeds of the flesh exactly. so that we can become more like Jesus. So good. So good. Let's um, read the word. Luke 14, 25 to 33 says, Large crowds were now traveling with Jesus and he turned and said to them, Exactly what you were saying earlier. Um, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. I mean, that's twice he said you cannot. Which of you wishing to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost to see if he has the resources to complete it? Otherwise, if he lays the foundation and is unable to finish the work, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, this man could not finish what he started to build. Or what king on his way to war with another king will not sit down and consider whether he can engage with 10,000 men, the one coming against him with 20,000? And if he is unable, he will send a delegation while the other king is still far off to ask for terms of peace. Wow. This is Jesus, I mean, (laughs) and speaking in in ways that probably blew people's minds. Like, what is he on about? In the same way, though, he says, any one of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Matt, these are strong words of Jesus. Why? I mean, maybe you want to speak into that a bit, but why did Jesus say, even in the midst of that, we need to count the cost at that extreme? I mean, they're extreme. Why did he put it in that way? Because it, it was, it's a total different kingdom. It's mm. a different thing. You know, yeah. It's not uh, following Jesus can't be, you know, I do my thing and I add a little bit of Jesus yeah, to it. Yeah, very good. It's, you yeah. know, when we talk about you know, putting to death, you know, the old man, putting to death the deeds of the flesh yes. and living for Christ. Paul mm. says, you know, mm. f- to, to, to live for Christ is all that, that I'm here for. Yeah. It's a totally different kingdom. Um, and so there is a cost that comes mm. to that. It's, it's not, um, it doesn't sit nicely or flow nicely with the kingdom that's around us. True. Yeah, the kingdom of this world. Uh, mm-hmm. Bible talks about the kingdom of darkness or the culture of this age or whatever it is. Um, in the time that we find ourselves in right now, there's most of what we're confronted with is opposed to the kingdom of God. Yes. There's a spiritual battle going on. Yeah. So that's why I, you know, I think Jesus says you have to count the cost. It's not just do, you know, you do you and add yeah. a little bit of me. It's mm. no, no. Actually, you have to put put all of your stuff to death yeah. 
to become more like me, to follow me. Mm, don't um, do you. Don't do you. Don't do you. Don't don't do your religious upbringing. Don't do you know what you know whatever it is. You know those those things that we kind of go. This is where I find my identity. He goes, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Your identity is now in me. Yes. Um, you know your your whatever it is, your self, your religious upbringing, your understandings. Those things yeah. aren't aren't it. That's yeah. not the point. He's like so he's like you have yeah. to actually you know, move away from that. And so there is a cost, you know, there's a cost, um, to everything we do of following Jesus. If we're actual followers, there's a cost. There's yep. not a cost if we're just doing us and adding a little bit of Jesus. Mm, yeah, may, yeah. Maybe people go, Oh, I don't get that. You know, that's a bit different, whatever, but you know, you believe what you believe. No, yeah. no, but if we're actually following Jesus and we're preaching the gospel and we're you know, praying for the sick and we're seeing his kingdom advanced, mm. then there's a clash of kingdoms that happens. Come on. That's it. It's true. It's true. So good. Um, do you think that for many, like we did touch on this, but for many yeah. Christians, especially in our Western church, this is an element that's been missing. hundred percent. hundred percent. I think, you know, uh, unfortunately, um, because we, we haven't been great in the church and, I, and I'm speaking as someone who's led a church for 13 years. Yeah. I've worked in the church for 17 years. I've grown mm. up in church. Mm. Um, we haven't been great at helping people uh, uh, see the cost, <laughs> you know, yeah. we've kind of done the, you know, it, it has been sort of come to the meetings, tick the boxes. If you're here long enough, yeah. you know, then maybe you'll become a leader yeah. sort of thing. So we, we, we haven't been good at counting the cost and we've let the culture of the world around us in many ways, um, determine or dictate, you know, how we follow Jesus and how we respond to him. Um, yeah. and yeah. even what our expectations are. True. Mm, so good and I love just your honesty there and I love that the Holy Spirit we get to to hear him and then he shifts us back into alignment with yeah. the heart of the Father and with what the word says and yeah. puts us back in our place in the best way possible 100%. and it's it's exciting to be on that journey and see yeah. the shift that's happening so good so good um so I'm going to skip down a bit yeah. here but um you know what the cost can sometimes what can it look like in our in our yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you know, yeah. well, it can potentially cost you your reputation. Yeah. It can potentially cost you some friendships. Yeah. And sometimes we need to make those hard choices and let go of some friendships for a season or possibly forever. If, if that's yeah. what's um, going to, if you know, that's what exactly. it's going to take to exactly. follow Jesus. Um, it costs us definitely our comfort. Mm hmm. Um, sometimes even job security and, and there's different levels of this depending on where you, you live and where yeah. you're, you're listening from. I mean, it can cost us a lot and it can in fact ultimately cost us our lives, which it does for many people in other parts of the world. It's true. Uh, we see that with the disciples even yeah. for most of them, they, they were told to count the cost. I mean, they were right there when Jesus was talking mm -hmm. about this mm -hmm. and most of them, yeah. Get, you know, did did give their lives for this, were killed yeah. for the sake of the yeah. gospel. And they were willing to do that. Yeah. And there are people around the world who are the same, who are putting their hand up saying, I know the cost. Like yeah. my family will totally disown me. My family could possibly even yeah. put out hitmen and kill me. Uh, I will po possibly be put in jail, you know, for yeah. what I believe tortured and and killed. And it's, it's a massive thing. But they are sold out to Jesus. They are so convinced. 100%. That, that this is so worth it and they're sold out um, in terms of doing what he said. Mm -hmm. Like they're true followers. Like, you know, even things like getting baptized in some of those nations is, is massive. If they're yeah. caught, 
they will be arrested yes. um, at, yeah. at base level, you know, mm-hmm. and, and who knows, they could be forgotten in jail forever or they could be killed for what, what yeah. they are, and be, you know, tortured to renounce Jesus. Um, so being baptized is radical, but it's biblical. It's, it's biblically normal. Yes. Um, you know, smuggling Bibles, right. preaching the word when you're told don't speak yeah. the word. Yeah. That's against the law. Well, yeah. followers are going to speak the word of God. They have oh, exactly. to. They exactly. have to. They've counted the cost. They're willing to die for Jesus. I mean, we could learn so much from the believers in the persecuted church. Yeah. For me, they're, they're some of the heroes of, of the faith. I pray often for them. Um, I'm just, we've got to remember them and pray for them. Mm-hmm. And I know they're praying for us. Yes. <laughs> they're praying for us in, in other ways. They're yeah. praying that we yeah. would step up. I mean, this honestly is probably part of the, the answer to their prayer is, that the Western church would wake up, would step up into yes, and become these radical, biblically normal people who would be willing to count the cost. True, true. And I think even now, I feel like God's saying, you know what, you're, you're beginning to step into the answer of their prayer, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but why amazing. do you think, you know, they're so willing to give up everything for the sake of the yeah. gospel? And, you know, it's so different with us. Yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, we're so removed from there actually being any cost. Um, you know, that, yes. you know, we, we that is so true. <laughs> in the West, you know, we think the cost is <laughs> that I have to not take a shift, you know, a, a work shift to come to church or that, you know, I don't get to sleep in or, you yes. know, that, you know, so, so yeah, we, so we, 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 we talk about yes. the cost, but it's not actually the cost. No, it's not even comparative to the cost being, you know, I, I am going to, I'm going to be baptized and that means I'll never see my family again. Um, you yeah. know, it's the, yeah. yeah, there's, there's pastors that the average pastor in China has spent between three to eight years in prison. Yes. Wow. The average pastor, that's not like, yeah, that's all of them. That's they awesome. just know that when they say yes to, to, to leading in a church, you're going to go to prison. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of like the, the wow. difference is so far apart that we don't even, I don't think we even really can grasp yeah. the idea of yeah. real cost, yes. of real persecution or being beaten. I, I had the privilege of, uh, of sitting with a friend of mine um, who was from Turkey, um, has yeah. planted a church in, in Turkey, planted many churches. Um, he saw the guy that he planted the church with, one of the first churches, killed. Mm. Um, mm. You know, wow. his, wow. his uh, mother-in-law had had her throat cut. Um, oh. she, she survived it. But it, it, what was amazing, he'd been in jail 11 times for his faith. Wow. Um, and and yes. what struck me the most about talking with him is that he just began to weep. And I thought he was weeping from the brokenness of the pain he'd, he'd yeah. suffered. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, I was just so happy to be counted worthy to be oh. beaten for Jesus. And he wept. I mean, and he just wept. Didn't and he said, why don't people, why don't people get it? I mean, oh. you know, I get tears in my eyes just thinking about this Ooh. guy. He, like, that's counting the cost. He was just, just that I'm worthy to be beaten for Jesus. And we, you know, we, we struggle to, to come to a church on time. Um, and so, you know, I think well, there's so much that yes. we can learn just yes. from that thing yeah. of, you know, it's, yeah. it's all or nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, for us, it's not just... I think often in the West, we respond because we want something added to our life. We want to feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Jesus does do that. He restores our identity and those sort of things. Mm. But it's not like all or nothing. Yes. You know, we, we don't have to make that choice often. And yeah. so yeah. Um, I think that's what we have to learn from, from those yeah. who right now, and this is, this is now, this, this isn't is like, now. this wasn't 30 years ago. Yeah. This is happening right now in, in much of the world. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty sobering and it's so convicting, isn't yeah. it? 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, too often, we talked about this, but too often we have churches full of believers who are me-centered, you know? Yeah, um, and it's all about my comfort, my faith, it's my belief, it's my relationship. You know, if someone annoys me, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. If someone's changed, or, you know, something <laughs> in the church has changed in yeah. the, the way we run things, uh, and I don't agree with it, <laughs> I'm out of here, you know, the music's yeah. too loud, you know, this, the, oh. you know, I'm leaving. You know, what? what is with that? Like, followers of Jesus, like you said, yeah. have counted the yeah. cost. I want to be one of those. I honestly, genuinely want want to be one of those and Holy Spirit pulled me up yeah. every time I, I come down to making it about something that yep. really does not matter. Oh, exactly. I, I know I know this, this might sound funny, but I know a family that left the church because they painted the roof of their auditorium black. Yeah. So that the lights, yeah. you know, and they yeah. just left because that sort of stuff, it's so petty that it hinders the gospel. Yeah. That, that's what causes people that aren't following Jesus, that aren't saved yet, yeah. to look at the church and go like, why would I become a Christian? Yeah. You know, it's, it's when we're willing to lay down our lives. Yeah. When we're willing to actually, you know, to, to, to make Jesus everything. Yes. And we talk about him and it's always about him. And it's not about our organization or our business or my ministry or whatever it is. It's about Jesus and only Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And we, we release the power of the spirit. You know, spirit. The spirit brings glory to Jesus. That's when people look at the church and go, you know, I need what you have. Exactly. And that's what we want to get to. I mean, that's what, that's the point of, of being disciples who make disciples. Yeah. 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 And then, then it's not, you know, us using whatever it takes to convince people to come and be part of us, the best music, the best coffee, the best, I mean, that's just extra stuff that doesn't really matter. Take it away. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Add it in. Um, If people are getting impacted by the Holy Spirit, encountered Mm. by Jesus, transformed, they realize there's a cost, but he's so worth it. And I'm willing to lay down my life for him then that stuff just won't matter. Yep. Whether it's here, whether it's not, whether the government yeah. shuts us down or lets us keep meeting yeah. together. You know, all yeah. that stuff, it doesn't stop what you believe. Like, it just doesn't stop us. It, it blew my mind um, the, the amount of Christians over this COVID time that we've been through where yeah. there's been different restrictions around the world. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some people might be tuning into the podcast from other countries that have had various different restrictions. Yeah. But the amount of Christians that equated following Jesus to a meeting. Yes. You know, they credit being being the church to a building. Mm. And so they said stuff like, you know, the church is closed and, you know, pl- you know please don't close the church. And you know, the, you know, the government's closing. Ch- and they're talking about buildings. The church is people. We, we never closed. We weren't able to use our building for, yeah. for, for different seasons. And, you know, there's been <laughs> quite a few of them where we are. Yeah. Um, but the church is us. It's never closed. We, you know, we find different ways to do it and we, uh, we have to adjust. Yeah. And, but you know what? We, decide, we decided early on we're not going to use that language because the church isn't a building. The church isn't just a place. It's people who are radically in love with Jesus and we're going to find a way. There's, yeah. there's many countries in the world where they can never meet can in never a building because it's That's against it. the law. That's right. But they, we, they find a way mm-hmm. to gather, to encourage one another. They, they have searched the scripture and gone, we see the value of worshiping together. We see yep. the value of, yep. of, of, of receiving the word from someone who's teaching, teaching of encouraging one another, yeah. of praying together. Being baptized, Those, yeah, like being, we said. You know, exactly. So, so they, we, they do it. And that's, you know, some of this has forced us to kind of yeah. rethink and reset. And that's why we're calling it Disciples Shift even in this series, yeah, so good. to say what is, what's the stuff that we have to hold on to yeah. um, and what's the stuff that is form. It's, you know, it's helpful. Buildings are helpful. I mean, we, helpful. we own a building yeah. as a church. Yeah. It's helpful. We're not against it, that. It's not, yes. it's not the church. It's not the church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I like that God's using this 
as a wake-up call yeah. uh, to show us, even to show us where we're at, yep. you know, as a church, as a whole. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's been a good wake-up call. It has been. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's this guy who wrote this really cool thing about, um, I'll, I'll skip some of it, but he wrote about, I sent it to Matt and he's had a read. Great. But, you I know, love it. I really like it. Um, or maybe I'll read it because he, uh, he words it really well. Read it because I, I wanted to preach this. I wanted to use this as notes for a preach. So read it out because <laughs> I think everyone needs to hear it. It's, it's awesome. powerful. Yeah, um, the guy's name is James Emery White and he says this, in Greek mythology, Narcissus, is the character who, upon passing his reflection in the water, becomes so enamored with himself that he devotes the rest of his life to his own reflection. I mean, I could just pause there a minute and just say, that is such a prophetic picture yeah. of our, yeah. our world right now. Yep. Anyway, let's keep reading. From this term, we get our term narcissism, the preoccupation with self. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> It goes on. The value of narcissism is the classic I, me, mine mentality that places personal pleasure and fulfillment at the forefront of concerns. In so many places and in so many ways, a spiritual narcissism has invaded the Christian community. Eavesdrop for a moment on how some Christians talk or the kinds of things they post. Mm. So this is what they might say or post. I want to go where I'm fed. Not where we can learn to feed ourselves, much less feed others. Wow. Or I need to be ministered to, like I need to. Yeah. As if ministry in the life of the, of the Christ follower is something that happens to us instead of something we make happen through us for others. Wow. We walk out of a worship service and say, no, oh, I didn't get anything out of it. As if the purpose is what we got out of it instead of what God got out of it. Mm. Mm. A particular experience was engaged and the response is... That wasn't very moving. Instead of pondering whether God was moved by our engagement, where did that come from? It wasn't from our leader. He didn't talk that way. Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. Whoever wants to be first must become last. Whoever wants to be great among you must become the servant of all. Not my will, but yours. Wow. Yet, a spiritual narcissism has invaded our thinking where the individual needs and and desires of the believer have become the center of attention. And as a result, the church has lost virtually all its missional energy and focus, at least the mission entrusted to it by Jesus. Wow. That's that's powerful. (laughs) Wow. Do you have anything to add to that, man? It's like... Flip. I mean, yeah, there's there's 10 weeks of preaching right right there. But yeah, that, that... that very um, idea of spiritual narcissism is, you know, is the thing that that stops us from bringing the gifts that, you know, from participating, from bringing yeah. who we are. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, many people, uh, you know, I lead a church, so I hear this often, have that response of, you know, it didn't minister to me, or, you know, I need to go where I'm fed, I didn't get anything yeah. out of it. Or even questions of like, you know, why should I, why should I gather? Why should I come? Yeah. Because, we, because we're looking at it about what I get mm. rather than what I bring. Yes. Um, when we understand that, you know, that we're, we are a spiritual house being built together for the mm. display of his splendor, yeah. that, you know, that each, t- you know, the Bible says every time you gather together, um, you have a song, a spit, uh, a song, a psalm, a spiritual song, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah, yeah, those. <laughs> all those ones, you know, yes. to, to encourage one another, to build one another up. Although there's over 41 another's yeah. in the New Testament. When we, when we have that understanding that, that, I, what I have and what God's placed in me is important and others need it, yeah. 
then the, then like you know when we when we miss a time we like we're so like wow somebody might have missed out on what I had to bring. Mm. It, it, it shifts from what do I get to what can I give, what can I bring, yeah. you know, how can I have an impact. Mm. It changes the whole focus, and even mm-hmm. be honest, changes the focus of the way we read the Bible. Yeah, because yeah. we can just read the Bible about you know just what do I get out of it, what's for me, mm-hmm. you know, and there is so much in that. I mean, yes. it transforms who we are. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, it divides you know from bone and marrow. It's alive and active, but there's also the beyond us. You know, when we make this shift and we understand this and we understand the culture that's around us, it shifts the way even we read the word. We yeah. see like there's so much, go, you know, there's so much go as yeah. you go. You have something to, to give, you know, your gift is needed. Um, and I, you know, I want to say that if, if you're listening Very today good. and you've been in a church, you've grown up with that thing where it's just come and receive, come and sit, fill the pew, fill the seat so that we have, we have more people in a meeting. I want to say this. Uh, the reason we gather is not so that we just have more people in a meeting. You have something to bring. And there might need to be a shift or a change yeah. that takes place in your thinking that every opportunity is an opportunity for you to minister. You, it, you might not be on a mic. You might not be on a stage. But every time that people are together, God wants to use you. Yeah. So yeah. Don't, you know, don't, don't limit yourself. Don't pull. You know, don't stop that. I mean, whether it's, you, know, you might just give somebody a hug and God, God gives you a word. Exactly. In the moment, and whether it's on the street with you know with people that don't know Jesus yet, and you get to minister the gospel to them, or it's in a yeah. church context, or in a home, or in a whatever the the gathering looks like, mm. God wants to use you. Exactly. So when we have that very expectation, good. it changes the yeah. very way that we that we approach everything. But we approach our gatherings, we approach any interaction with people, um, and it drives us to the Father. It drives us to spend time with Him because n- now I, I want to be full. Because I know that God wants to use me. I know that it's not just about what I can get, but that every time I interact with somebody is a, is a time that I can show them Jesus. And so I want to make sure that I'm Very showing good. them Jesus and yeah. I'm there and I'm ready to go. I'm not just watching. I'm not sitting at the back. I'm not coming in late. I'm yeah. not just kind of writing people off on the street or whatever. I want to take every opportunity because yes. our time is short. Exactly. Use the platform he's given you. We all have a platform. Yeah. 100%. It doesn't look like a stage in yeah. all of our lives, you know, or a platform, yeah. platform, but we all have a platform. Use what he's given you. You know, I've just put some really simple points in, in practically yeah. doing this, yeah. really simplified. Um, how do you, you follow Jesus and or how do you live as a follower is do what Jesus tells you to do. Yes. Go where Jesus tells you to go. Mm. Put Christ before personal comfort and put him before personal relationships even. And I know there's more to it than that, but I just kind of put a few thoughts together. Do you have any others to I add think to you that, need Matt? To, you need to preach those four points. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's awesome. No, I mean, yeah, that, that we spend our whole life working that out. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, that we do what Jesus tells us to do in every situation, that we, you know, we go where he tells us to go. I love that also, like, uh, you know, Paul writes that he, he, was, he was stopped by the Spirit from going to certain places. Yes. Yeah, we go where he tells us to go and we don't go where he says exactly. not to go. Yeah. Because every moment is it, it, he, yeah. he wants to use us. Yeah. Um, to put Christ before personal comfort, I mean, that, that is something for all of us. That's, that's yeah. crazy hard and we're working it out and we yeah. want to get better at yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And even our personal relationships. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's Jesus first Jesus in first. everything. Yeah. That's that's yeah. following. It's it's you know, it's believe and obey. Yeah. Jesus first yeah. in every every day in every way. Yeah. Putting Jesus first. Yeah. And we spend the rest of our lives working that out. We, you know, I, I don't have that that totally sorted out. I hope that I'm better than I was. 
10 years ago or 20 years ago. <laughs> even then last week. Yeah, even, yeah, <laughs> you know, even, we want to be, even in this morning. Yeah, me too. But, exactly, but exactly. No, it's so good. I, I think we're going to sort of finish on this thought. But one of the things yeah. that I, I thought in all of this was that, you know, I think in some ways we've lost side of eternity and we need to get back to the bigger picture the main thing uh, because if all you've got is now me and now uh, and then yeah it's what's the point and is there an urgency and do we do we really want to lay lay down our lives for this Um, when we have eternity in front of us we become acutely aware that life is is short yeah it's not just about me and my comfort and it's not just about now there's something so much bigger and becomes why we're here yes. why did jesus leave us here i mean yes. there's a mission still and there's an yeah. eternity and there's an eternity that's a reality um it's either with god or without it's heaven or hell yeah, wow. and that's real that's so very real. real do we do we love people enough to stop and show, share the truth with them to call them to repentance to say come and turn to yeah. jesus yes he wants to heal you yes. fix you um you know restore you but there's a bigger picture in that he's saving you from mm. something mm. He's saving you and it's urgent. So you know, good. the Holy Spirit wants to release fresh courage on us and he's raising up a fearless church. I want to um, end with this and then Matt's going to uh, finish off with some yeah. final thoughts or anything prophetic he's feeling. But, you know, Jesus yeah. is worth the cost. We've talked about, is it worth it? We've talked about the cost. Is it worth it? We've looked at people who have said, yes, it is. Let's just remind you, yeah. Jesus is so worth yeah. the cost. Oof, he is on. more than worth the cost. Yes, there's a cost to following Jesus, but there is a greater cost to not following him. That's true. Jesus is worth the cost because Jesus is worth everything you have. Everything you you have now and everything you ever think you'll have in the future. If you lose Jesus, you lose everything. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything really. That's true. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? But if you gain Jesus, you need nothing else. 100%. 100%. I I just want to encourage you. We're going to finish. We're going to pray. But uh, I just feel like there's... Uh, there's some people that are going to be listening to this that like you, you are you're genuinely um, counting the cost. You know, yeah. you, you're you're going is you know is this what I want to give my life to? Mm. Um, and I just feel like even right now Jesus is is saying to you, um, lay your life down. I want to use you. There's a call on your life. Um, don't don't uh, sacrifice the call, the eternal impact that you can have for the the, the temporal pleasure. Come on. Um, yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, 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 there's some that are listening that you just, you have to make a choice and it's not going to be some, no, someone else can't make it for you. But right now the choice to say, you know what, it's all, it, it's, it's all Jesus or nothing. It's, yes. it's Jesus is all of you or, or it's nothing, yeah. you know, I, and I'm going to go after you. Yeah. And so so let me encourage you make that choice. Say, Jesus, I'm going after you. It won't be easy. You know, it, it, you, 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 you might be blessed and you might be poor, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you might be rich, you might be poor, you might, you know, you might walk in great favor and you might be persecuted. Uh, I'm not going to say it's just going to be all, all easy, yeah. but make that choice because it, the, it's eternal impact. Come on. It's not the here Amen. and now we're pilgrims mm. passing through. So can, can I pray for us? Yeah, Maybe we can pray together. Great. And if you have yeah, anything, Gabby, you sure. can uh, add that as well. But Lord, let's thank you. Lord, that you call us to be followers and not just believers. And yes, Lord. Lord, we, we want to be people who follow you with everything that we are, who count the cost and say, yep, you know, no matter how much it costs, yes. that Jesus, you're worthy of all that we are. Lord, yes. I, 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 I pray that you would use us, Lord, to reach others. Lord, that those that are listening right now, Lord, that your presence, your anointing would come. Lord, that you would break off, break off any bondage. You'd break yes. off any, 
any hindrances that, that are holding back, even, even mindsets yeah. that have said, you know, this is for the professionals, this is for somebody else, it's not for me. I just, I just declare again that Jesus wants to use you every day in every opportunity. He wants you to follow him and he wants you to be a voice. <laughs> he wants you to show him to, yes. to others around. So Lord, we thank you for that, Lord. And I pray for that, that boldness and that courage, Lord, for all of us yeah. to stand for who you are and to be disciples who make disciples. Thank you, Lord. So good. Thank you, Lord. And we just repent um, just yeah. for, for making it about us. Yes. You know, what about me? What about me? Um, we repent for that narcissistic spirit. We break it off right now. Mm. And we say not on our watch. Uh, we can speak on, in terms of our lives and our church here at Melbourne Lights Church. But if you need to, you need to repent on behalf of yourself and just say, uh, you know, no more. It yeah. stops now. And we choose to lay it all down and live for you. It's your way, Yahweh. It's yes. your way, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And for, for someone, uh, perhaps I just see Jesus calling you and saying, come, follow me. Follow me. And it's a decision you need to make now to drop the nets, to drop everything and choose to follow him. No yeah. questions asked. Follow him. All in. He's calling us to be an all in people. Yeah, Will you good. be all in? Will you be all in? The invitation's there. So we just encourage you. Just yeah. go for it. Say yes to Jesus. Yes. Say yes to Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for this time, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. 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 If, you've, uh, if you've made a decision, uh, e even right now, to follow Jesus, maybe it's the first time you made that decision, we would love to hear from you. So would you reach out? Um, you, know, you, can, you can email us at admin at melbournelightschurch.com.au or connect at Melbourne Lights Church, or you can jump on yeah. any of our socials um, and so get in contact. We, we want to be able to pray with you. We want to, we yeah. Want to yeah, just connect with you and, and hear that journey. And so yes, very um, good. we're, we're going to be back with, a, with another midweek sort of extra podcast uh, next week as well. We podcast on Sunday mornings as well. You, know, you might have stumbled across <laughs> this. So it's, we, we do Sunday mornings and midweeks. So let yeah. me encourage you, jo you know, join us. Subscribe, subscribe so you get notifications when they yes. pop up, when they go live. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, share it with your friends. Yep. And thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, we'll talk next time. See ya. See ya. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.